Hi guys, and welcome to Perspective, where we talk about current events and important issues and identify how our perspectives and experiences influence our opinions as well as our ideas. Today is Inauguration Day, and now um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are officially our new president and vice president. With that being said, I want to introduce our um, special guest for the, for the day, Mr. Serena Brothers Muhammad, founder and executive director of YTG, young, talented, and gifted, author of Love for the Soul, Poetry and Reflection, and educator for the DOE. Again, welcome Mrs. Serena Brothers Muhammad. Thank you so, so much for having of me course. today. I'm excited to talk to you. I am so excited. Thank you for coming. I want to just hop right into your perspective. My first question is, what does Kamala's vice presidency mean to you as a mother, a teacher, a woman, a woman of color, a businesswoman, just everything? What does this mean for you? Wow. Um, today, seeing her just walk up the steps, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it moved me because... As a mother, I now was able to share the conversations with my daughters. Like I've always told them they can be anything they want to be. But now today, this made that anything that they want to be more of a reality. Now, Carmela opened the door and, and made their entranceway to that position right you know um a little easier and and then she for for me again like she has the same cultural heritage that my children have so my i'm african-american my children's father is guyanese and so then they have that South, you know, Asian heritage in them. And so looking at her was like seeing my daughters, my future grandchildren. Right. So it was very um, moving. It was very moving. Um, the inauguration in itself, mm-hmm. um, I saw a lot of. I was very proud. I saw a lot of me. Jennifer Lopez was a part of it. um, And she's from the Bronx and I'm from the Bronx. Um, There was a a firefighter who um, signed the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, And like you mentioned that I work for the DOE. So I taught sign language and I taught my students to sign. And so that made me very proud that I know wherever my students are, that I taught to sign the Pledge of Allegiance, that they also remember that, you know, um, having that experience in school. And then when that young, powerful dynamo of a young lady, Amanda, um, recited her poetry, Um, like you said, I you know wrote a poetry book, so it inspired me to write a poem that I'm working on. 
and then she's the same age as my oldest daughter and so it i was just moved and then um today i also wore my pearls <laughs> yes and yes i wore my pearls and i had my converses on and um you know people ask well what was the purpose of the pearls and so i just shared with them that pearls in order to have a pearl a pearl is made from agitation right, right? so it's in the clam and um it's in the oyster excuse me and then uh, some sand gets inside and that irritates it and then a beautiful pearl is um created from there so to me that just represents that you know things may be difficult and things may come with stress but at the end something beautiful always is created out of it and so with Kamala she has you know there has been some adversity and you know just her on this campaign and you know even in her life but then look what it all was was for and for her to be a representative to our daughters and young women of what they can yeah. be and even you know and even if everybody doesn't believe in her politics or whatever we can't negate the fact that she's still representing for women young women and bringing diversity to a white house that um was not meant for us to you know walk those hollow holes right right this this the whole presidency is just so symbolic and so significant and when i saw her um be introduced by the the policeman who risked his life at the capitol and just so many little yes. like so many little details and just everything seeing all the past presidents and their first ladies just everything and seeing how yeah. everyone interacted and it felt so warm um through the screen and when i saw um Kamala Harris and First Lady Michelle Obama's interaction. I kind of started crying because, yes. like, Michelle Obama is like my favorite. I don't know, one yes. of my favorite people in like the whole entire world, and just seeing them interact yes. was beautiful. Hearing Obama say "All right now" after um, Kamala yes. Harris was finally, you know, sworn in, all of that yes. collectively meant a lot for at least, and I know for the Black community, for for girls, for the asian american community for everyone i I feel like it's been said a lot on the news um today but americans really do value first of anything you know and this we had a lot of firsts today and 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 so however i just want to also another first and i'm so proud to be you know um from the bronx another first Mm -hmm. is that sonia sotomayor the first Latina, um, you know, Supreme Court justice is the one that swore her in. And so that was huge in itself. You know, the diversity of what that meant. And these are women that came from very humble beginnings. Mm -hmm. And so it just shows to every little girl, no, you don't need the silver spoon. No, you don't need this. If you work hard, 
yes, there are going to be challenges. Yes, I will. America, is it perfect? It is not. But we can still achieve great things. And that is the beauty in our America. It's very complex, just like just like families and just like life has a lot of complexities mm-hmm. to it. But there's still some, you know, we can still see some joy and it still bears good fruit. Yeah. And today we saw representation of uh, good fruit coming from um, what we call America. Right. And like you said earlier, it doesn't matter where your politics lie. It doesn't matter if you liked her or not, whatever the case may be. Because I'm going to be honest, um, during the campaign trail for the um who, whatever whoever the Democrats elected to be to run officially yes. against Donald mm-hmm. Trump, um, Kamala Harris just wasn't my my first choice for whatever reason, you know. But yeah. it doesn't yeah. negate the fact that you know representation is so important, especially for me. And I'm just so happy that little girls like me, um, who are younger than me, got to has gets to have this because when I was. Yes. I don't know, five maybe or whatever young, impressionable age I was. The only thing that I really had, the only person I had was Princess Tiana. And that's an animated figure who was mm-hmm. a frog majority of the movie. But I clung mm-hmm. on to that because, like I said, representation matters. And this isn't just representation for black little girls or Asian little girls. This is representation for all girls. And it's so, and right. it, it means something even for, for boys. And it just means something for everyone, you know? And it shows a step in the right direction. It shows that America is still worth, you know, fighting for and that we can't give up, up give up on our country because we're obviously, you know, doing better. And um that leads me to your, to my next question. Like what was your initial reaction? after she was sworn in were you overwhelmed with emotion how did that make you feel well I was yeah I was emotional I I guess just to piggyback off of what you said is that um I feel I had some pride I was I was hopeful I felt hopeful you know because um we got it. It, 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 it appeared that we got it done, you know, and, um, and, and where I was emotional, there was a time where, I think it was yesterday, and then they showed a part of it today, when, hey, um, uh, you're, Biden, speak a little louder yeah. into the, um, mic so everyone can hear you. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you better. Okay, so there was a time where they did a memorial and they took a moment of silence Mm -hmm. for the people that died from COVID. Yeah. And that really brought me to tears because I lost the aunt and I lost the cousin. And to know that their lives were not forgotten in this moment and their lives were um also remembered in this moment you know so so and the fact that i had so the cousin i lost was my younger cousin 
And the aunt that I lost was my, you know, my father's sister, like my direct aunt. This is not third. This is not great aunt. Right. You know, yeah. and, and, and they were in this count. That also, you know, um, brought me to tears. Yeah, that I, I also cried um, for the for that memorial only because I always felt like people were just people kept getting infatuated with the numbers and not seeing these numbers as real people. You know, people. these are like four hundred thousand, and that doesn't feel like a lot. I mean, like it, it feels like a lot, but you don't under you can't really grasp what four hundred thousand people look like until. Mm-hmm you begin to literally and sit there and reflect. And I just started crying because I'm like, finally, people aren't, you know, ignoring what's going on because these are people's family members. These are people's livelihood. Mm -hmm. These are real people who aren't here because of recklessness or whatever, you know, whatever the reason, the backbone behind it all, they they matter. And it was so, it was, I was just happy for them to get a little bit of respect Acknowledgement, you know. Yeah. um, Yeah. And and to and when you speak about respect, you know, I also watched the farewell speech of our um, president. You know, and you know, number forty-five, and he did not wear a mask, and so still he left the office not showing respect for those lives that was lost to this pandemic right and 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 it also brought me joy that everyone in the inauguration in the swearing in and everything they wore their masks yes and that showed a form of respect yes and what baffles me um when it comes to trump's lack of just wearing a mask and decency is that he had the coronavirus so mm-hmm. we still don't know completely how it works we don't know yes. if it lies dormant after it quote unquote goes away or what we don't know maybe he has some insider information that the rest of America doesn't know about but from, from public knowledge we don't know so for him to just keep pushing the narrative that it doesn't matter to mm-hmm. millions of people thousands whatever it's just careless and and a slap in the face to people who's lost who's lost people from this because it totally doesn't just affect, yeah. doesn't just affect black people it doesn't just affect minorities it doesn't just affect de- de- democrats or liberals it affects republicans and affects conservatives it affects everyone especially since he had it you know and i think that that was just careless but it doesn't matter anymore because he's gone and we have a new um, a new president, a new vice president, and people who actually cared about wearing a mask, and they were very strict on it. Everyone wore it at almost at all times, unless they were um, directly at the camera, and I, I really respected that. And what I also respected was after everybody spoke, that there was a a man that was wiping down the podium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it showed respect and, and decency and mm-hmm. urgency and things that should have been an atmosphere that should be everywhere and that should have been it should have been like that in the first place. But this is a step in the right direction, a step forward. We saw 
saw um, Dr. Jill Biden's and First Lady Michelle's friendship throughout um, Barack Obama's presidency. And I just can't wait to see how Vice President Kamala Harris and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden, you know, interact with each other. And I just want to ask, how how did you feel when you saw Michelle Obama and Kamala Harris um, talk to each other during the inauguration? Did that do anything for you? Definitely. So when you mentioned Dr. Jill Biden, also being an educator, I'm Mm -hmm. extremely happy and proud and excited to see someone in that Oval Office that has access to that Oval Office that will truly, you know, speak for the educators, speak for the needs of our um, youth. And the fact that she um, is still currently working as a teacher is is also so um, exciting. And I'm looking forward to how that will transpire into how it will affect our students, how she will support the teachers, um, what that will do for our union. Will they incorporate social emotional learning really into the the fiber and the curriculum of the school that it's not optional um just really will she help change the whole way school is done now and so really they have a real expert in the field in the house so i'm excited um to see the sisterhood that's what i saw i saw um Jill and Michelle have formed a friendship and then it, it a sisterhood and then to see the way um, Michelle gave her like hey girl I see you you know the <laughs> way the way we do when we see another powerful sister walk into a room and we give the head nod you know like I see yeah. you you know I'm proud of you and I think and I hope that this brings in, in our community and amongst young women, um, normally we're not, I would say now in your generation, you're not taught to embrace the sisterhood of each other and the power that comes in relating to the, the young lady next to you, you know? Yeah, we get pinned up against each other. Yeah, that's something I've dealt with forever. I know you know. Yeah, um, just it's it's really unfortunate, but I think that um, as as kids we see it amongst each other. I know, like we peep eventually. Like, hey, this isn't us. We're not fighting. Yeah, we don't not like each other. We're just being pinned up against each other, whether it be by adults or by boys or by. Social media, yes. Right? And I think reality TV, you know, mm-hmm. came along when you were still 
in that developing stage and right. so it looked very good like the bad girls club to yes. be yelling and cursing and disrespecting you know your your fellow sister but i think today you're now gonna hopefully start to develop friendships where you're going to be asking the real questions like what do you want to be how can i help you how can i support you because i also saw michelle carmela um greet the young lady amanda the poet in the same way you know that yes. they they was like we see you and they embraced her they did the same for jennifer lopez so they did the same for lady gaga so what i saw was a true like the development of sisterhood um yes. that's on the rise you know kamala is a part of a sorority the aka's and so that stands again on the foundation of sisterhood so yeah. she, so she knows what that should look like so let's see if we see that throughout her her turn yeah yeah definitely and i um earlier you mentioned how dr joe biden is a educator and i loved hearing your perspective on what her role in this presidency meant for you as an educator but for me um as you know a girl who's interested in politics and public speaking and you know so on and so forth i um came across a video of a 19 year old girl who went to Columbia mm-hmm. and that's a college that I was that I'm looking at okay and um she said how she got a dm from Kamala Harris's team last year asking her to uh, be a part of her campaign as a political strategist mm-hmm. at 19 and and Kamala created a a role a job for her that wasn't even a job mm-hmm. before um, she gave it to her and I loved um, and respected hearing um, you know adults respecting and valuing the ideas of young people because our voices matter too you know we're gonna we live here right along with everybody else and eventually we'll be old enough to vote and eventually we'll be the ones making decisions as well and to be in the rooms and understand how it works um, is always important and how they embraced Amanda. She's relatively young too. So um, I love seeing how young girls has a, a foot in the door, especially when it's kind of a man's world still a little bit in politics, but this is all a step in the in the right direction. I definitely agree. As an educator, um, when I am preparing a lesson or preparing for a new semester, I've I've always have used the opportunity to get my students' voices in. I want to know what they want to learn about, what are their interests. I teach history. So what part of history is important to you? I know what I have to do to get you to, you know, to show proficiency in the coursework but I also want to be able to address some of the things that they find interesting so that therefore I can keep them engaged you know and I was like you know tap in if if you have a resource that you want to bring to the class 
I do not know everything that's out there. So feel free to bring in a resource. I'll look at it. We can share it. And so I tried to build a partnership with my students in their education so that they can buy in. It is their education. And so I don't want to be a singular voice in the classroom. I like my classroom to be student-centered. Yes, I love that um, form and style of teaching. I was really, I've had like, you know, obviously a few teachers from elementary school and the middle school who impacted me and made a difference and in, in taught in a way that I can understand and, and gravitate to. But my best experience um, in my school career was in my high school, in my high school education, all my teachers were and are very student focused and just not just building us up academically but just as people mm-hmm. and that's you know why I love my school and that's why I value teachers who really really want to help their students and really care about their students because you know those are the best educators and teachers you know really deserve deserve so much more because they kind of raise everyone in society you know thank you for saying that thank you yeah that's the truth you know teachers definitely deserve way more respect because they don't just have to deal with grading papers they deal with you know kids drama and just bad moods and attitudes (laughs) and whatever goes on with being a teenager whatever goes on being a middle school or elementary school and even older um teachers who teach colleges Uh now you're dealing with grown adults who feel like they can't be told anything so just teachers are all around superheroes you know and um yeah thank you of course you're welcome my next question is what do you look forward to in the biden harris administration wow so i was just having this conversation with someone um Wait, I can't hear you. Okay, can you hear me now? Yep, yep, we can hear you. Okay, so Biden has acknowledged that he won the race because particularly Black women Mm -hmm. um, um, helped him get there. And so now I want to see that he keeps his promise to the black women and 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 the way he can keep his promise is you know address there's one thing that is really heavy on my mind to address the health needs to address the disparity and the immortality of black women dying during childbirth you know, we have to address that. Um, I want them to relook at the Declaration of Independence, our Constitution, and 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 reframe that that we as Black people are considered whole people, mm. and no longer. So they are gonna have to throw out some stuff. And I want yeah. him to be courageous. He has over 30 years of service in, you know, in public service. 
So now he has already proven with, um, you know, he's played the softball. You know, he yeah. he 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 passed some bills that um, hurt some of us, and now yeah, that he admitted that, right, you're wrong now. You have yeah. the right to fix it. So fix it. Yeah. They spoke about reparations. Um, the first thing in that, I want them to really address that, is acknowledge that this country was built off the back of African Americans that were not paid. And then, on top of that, put your money where your mouth is. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, they can give a check, but a check won't do nothing. It's a start right after you acknowledge what you have done wrong in this country. Right. And so I want them to really um, don't play as nice. We We had presidents before play nice. And as you can see, you know, um, even though 45, a lot of people didn't like him, he didn't play nice, but he got his agenda pushed. Whatever agenda it was, we may not agree, but he moved his agenda. Yeah, and did. so, you know, I don't want Biden to play so nice that he doesn't move the needle. Right. I, I agree. And that's where my grievance kind of is with Biden and Harris because, um, I don't know, something that really made me upset um, was just when she went on The Breakfast Club um, for her campaign for presidency mm-hmm. and kind of laughed about, you know, smoking weed mm-hmm. in college and everything. But then um, in California, she's one of the reasons why so many black that's men right. were put in yes. jail. And that... It really upsets me because weed is legal in a lot of places, but that that one thing sets a course of their lives. Yes. And, you know, now she's successful mm-hmm. and, and doing big things, but it, it kind of feels like a, it doesn't feel like a complete victory knowing that there's people in pain, black people mm-hmm. in pain because of a, another black person. It doesn't feel right. And I think they need, they can right that wrong. We have a, right. a Democratic mm-hmm. Um, Senate now there shouldn't be anything stopping them and um, with all due respect President Biden better do something about paying us reparations Mm -hmm. or some type of something in good faith because he's living in a building in Mm -hmm. a house that my ancestors built that our ancestors built that people like no you you have to do something you know yeah and 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 I totally agree in regards to Kamala and what and how she affected the lives of families in California. And I definitely think that she has to right some of those wrongs. Now, I heard that um, Trump in his leaving gave some pardons to some people. So if Trump can pardon whoever he's pardoned, Little Wayne and and who's the other Kodak Black and different people like that? Kamala yeah. could go 
look at the people, even if she just addresses the people that she was in charge of putting away and expunging mm-hmm. their records and and right. giving them a a a fresh start because she can't, you know, right. she's not going to be able to erase the years that she took from them, but she can definitely right. give them, hey, I want to give you this and, you know, so you can have a better start because we know as felons, you know, how hard is it to get a job? How hard is it, right. you know, you lost relationship with your children and then now you that affects housing. So it affects, you know, equality and equity and agency. So, and and so let, let her do something. And of course, you know, the United States, there's been plenty families that have been, you know, destroyed for marijuana. A billion dollar business bringing so many, you know, you know, give us an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's where my major grievances Mm -hmm. lie. Um, that's why I didn't necessarily support Mm -hmm. um, Vice President Harris's Mm -hmm. campaign initially, but I still believe that it's something that can be fixed Mm -hmm. and that representation matters and it doesn't, this, that doesn't take away from her major accomplishment. Mm -hmm. I just think that it's something that should be, should definitely be addressed. And, and, you know, that's, yeah, just that of a sense of Responsibility. Responsibility. Yeah, there's still black people who don't who don't mm-hmm. trust and there's still people who just voted for Biden and Harris because they didn't yeah. want Trump yeah. here. So they we have to they have to prove, you know, to the American people that they made the right decision, the voters that they they made the right decision. Yeah. You know? Another thing that I wanna say, um mm-hmm. that this should bring awareness to you know Madam Vice President Kamala Harris is a product of a HBCU a historical black college and yeah. we now have several representation of people in Senate and holding high political offices um, that are products of HBCUs So what I want them to do also is really, really, let's change the narrative. I know you did mention that Columbia is, you know, one of the schools that you would like to attend. But let's also know that HBCUs do produce wonderful, excellent educators, um, people of intelligence, people of just 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 cream of the crop people. And so I really yeah. want to see a surge of black and brown students going to schools that celebrate their contributions and and then yeah. develop them to be the strong leaders that you see and Kamala that you see and Stacey Adams that you see 
So, um, yeah, I, I definitely want to see more push for HBCUs. Yeah, I'm not anti-HBCUs. I definitely would like to go on, whether it be Howard or Spelman. I know you know I um, have been interested in That's Spelman right. since I was since I was little. My aunt um, graduated from HBCU. I know a lot of people um, who've graduated from HBCUs. I was introduced to HBCUs back in, I guess, what was it, 2016 maybe, my fifth grade year. And my teacher, she um, she introduced us what HBCUs were. And then every kid in the classroom, white or black, Asian, mm-hmm. Latino, no matter who we were, literally everyone wanted to go to HBCU after learning the history and seeing mm-hmm. camaraderie and just um, sister slash brotherhood yes. and whatever. So I love HBCUs. I respect them. I think they're very important. I think that um, all kids should be exposed to them because some kids just don't, don't even know. know that they exist. And I think that, um, again, um, as a teacher, introducing your students to what HBCUs are is so important and, and should be, um, you know, celebrated. Exactly. So, lastly, um, I just want to you know um shout out mina harris she wrote a book it dropped today called ambitious girl it was um narrated i mean not narrated she -hmm. was the author and the illustrator is marissa valdez um and i looked at the book a little bit um before we got on this Mm -hmm. call and it's a really cute book and i think that everyone should get it and it'll be a really cute gift for little girls and for 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 every girl and for men too and i think that it should be in classrooms and it's really important so again it's called ambitious girl um i think everyone should get your book um love for the soul and i want to thank you so much so so much for hopping on perspective and sharing your perspective um today well, thank you so much for having me and please share the link of the book because I would like to look at it and possibly purchase it and yes and you can get my book on Barnes and or Amazon awesome that is so awesome again thank you so 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 much for coming I want to tell everyone to have a great um, week and I'll see you guys next week Bye. bye